ease into it today. We're going to ease into it like a smooth jazz station. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Case News. Case News brings you all the music to make you fall asleep on the freeway and wreck your car. Case News, ladies and gentlemen. Music to make your eyelids feel like that they are made out of bricks. This is not Case News. That is not what we're doing. This is... Living on a thin line with Tony Visick. We are your daily distraction from all the anger, anxiety, weirdness, and hoopla going on in the world today. I am Tony Visick. That is the show you are watching and or listening to. We come to you every day at 2 p.m. our time, which is Arizona time. I don't know what time it is where you are. You figure it out. Look at the clock. Look at the clock. You might be watching it in the future. You might be watching it in the past, if Einstein's correct. You might be watching it right now in the present. You might be in this moment, this magic moment. This magic moment. Or you might have already went, uh, this is just some guy talking to his phone. I'm clicking off. Um, we are on uh, three platforms, ladies and gentlemen. Three, count them, one, two, three. Hello, Jim Perry. Hello, Todd Boyles. Hello, people who are joining in. We're on three platforms. We are on our flagship internet-based radio station, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. You can also download a lot of great shows there. Shows from uh, our previous uh, uh, radio shows, Interviews with some great artists. They're all right there at ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Uh, you can also watch us on YouTube on the Comedy Schools channel, although no one ever does. Uh, most people watch us right here on a Facebook. Facebook. That's right, Facebook. Hey, y'all. You can go look at the Facebook. Facebook Live, and we come to you every day. We're on three platforms. This show is built around generally the... Generally, it's built around... Um, Three things. Uh, your questions or comments on one of the aforementioned social media platforms. Uh, usually some doodad or trinket or memorabilia or autograph that we have laying around here in the home office that we then share with you and try to weave a story around. I don't know if I have one of those today. Uh, and then I recommend two artists or two pieces of music uh, based on my vast vinyl album collection. And my hope is, my desire, my dream, my prayer is that uh, some of you will then go to YouTube and uh, download the uh, song that we talk about or the artist, and maybe we bring something new to your life or remind you once again of something that you really enjoyed during your youth, your youth, whenever that was, your youth. Hey, uh, good things are going on. Uh, uh, my Clippers just uh, uh, beat the Denver Nuggets stupid last night uh, on the basketball court. They did a, a great job. Uh, and I enjoyed watching that. By the way, if you are a regular uh, viewer of this show, you are officially now an L.A. Clippers fan. And I don't want to hear any arguments about it. You are an L.A. Clippers fan. That's what you are. We are rooting for them to go on to the finals. You know, it's just like the L.A. Clippers, though, who have always been hapless and uh, uh, kind of cursed to actually have a real chance at the NBA finals during this most unusual time. People go, yeah, it's because of the quarantine they did so well. Not true. Hell of a basketball team. You're also an official member of uh, Bobblehead Rescue. Uh, we have um, in this house, in this room, I want to say 50 bobbleheads. Start out, we start out with one. And that's what bobbleheads do. They breed like rabbits. People go, Daddy, where do bobbleheads come, bobbleheads come from? They breed like rabbits. Um, and we started using them to show people, and then people started calling me a collector. I'm not a collector. Okay, I'm a rescuer. I rescue bobbleheads. So uh, you are a Clipper fan and an official member of Bobblehead Rescue. So uh, feel good about yourself. You're part of some positive things. Hello, hello, Jennifer Conley. Hello, Kevin Brown. 
hello, uh, Arlen, Todd, other people who are looking in. Hello to all of you. Uh, Kim Brown says, hello, TV. And he like abbreviated me like television. TV. Tony Visick. Uh, but I don't. Uh, so you are part of that. Let me tell you what else you're part of. Okay, you're part of some pretty exciting stuff in the world of comedy. You know, um, during the last recession, 2008, 2009, whatever that was, uh, and people did not have any money. People don't have any money now, but they didn't have any money. People asked me, go, what is the future of comedy? I said, it's going to go a lot more local. I said, you're going to see people that want to go out, but they don't want to travel 20 or 30 miles, and they don't want to spend a lot of money. And they, they'll hear there's comedy going on down the street at a local pizzeria, comedy uh, going on a couple miles from their house down at a bar. And lo and behold, that became true. That became true. Now, I don't really know what the future of comedy is right now during the pandemic, live stand-up comedy. I just know that it will continue. And I know that it will continue and it will grow. It will. And there's no further proof of that than what went on last night in Gilbert, Arizona, that's right, Gilbert, Greater Phoenix, Gilbert. By the way, there's no, there's no city next to it named Wally. There's no city next to it named Beaver. That'd be cool if back in the old days somebody was naming those towns really had a sense of humor and go, this is going to be Beaver, Arizona, and this is going to be Wally, Arizona, this will be Eddie, Arizona, this will be Gilbert, Arizona, and the only one that lasted was Gilbert. I don't know, is that how it went? You Gilbertonians? Gilbertites? Gilbists? Can you answer? You cannot. <laughs> in Gilbert, Arizona, uh, last night was the uh, unofficial uh, soft opening of uh, JP's Comedy Club, uh, 860 East Warner Road. Uh, is it na it's named after Gilbert Gottfried. Maybe Gilbert, Ar Arizona is named after uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Maybe it's named after Gilbert Grape. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be Dilbert and somebody mistook, put a G on and nobody changed their name like Anthony Hardaway it was supposed to be Anthony Hardaway. So I don't know. I don't know the answers to these very important questions in life, but we're going to find out. Darn it. We're going to find out right here. Uh, last night was the official soft opening of uh, JP's Comedy Club, opened by uh, our good friend Jim Perry. Uh, we were not there. We had Zoom workshops to do, uh, which is still going to be a big part of our existence and of JP's existence because it'll expand that footprint to the entire world. Um, they had their soft opening. Uh, they were able to fill to their uh, legal safe safe social distancing capacity and they had a great time and they had fun uh, some of our friends were down there kevin brown was down there dj Payne, uh dan hansen daniel wayne uh other people i said i was going and we've got some great headliners lined up for you guys okay those of you that are local to the area uh some great headliners including one who's watching right now mary upchurch will be one of the headliners along with great guys like john greg jonathan gregory uh, uh, Jay Penn, uh, so many more. Um, I believe in the local Phoenix comedy scene. For all of its dysfunction and weirdness and Facebook insanity, um, I believe in the local Phoenix comedy scene. I've never seen a talent pool so deep for a local, what is considered a B-town, not New York or Los Angeles, where they make things. I've never seen such a deep talent pool in my life. We got great comics here. Years ago, when I was running a weekend room, I had a lot of comics going, well, you won't really be a comedy club if you're not bringing like out-of-town acts, bringing some big-name acts. They go, all right, I'll give them your spot. They went, what? I go, what are you saying? Well, I book you, and you're saying I should bring in somebody because they live in New York? They live in Los Angeles? 
I mean, we'll do that. But right now, especially uh, uh, right now and continuing into the future, uh, we're going to book some of these great local headliners uh, for you to see. And I'm going to talk with Jim. Uh, I can't guarantee or promise this about a way to be able to Zoom some of those shows too so that uh, friends of this show who know about what we're doing and can't make it there because you live out of state and other people will be able to uh, watch and participate in the festivities at JP's. But I heard that it went great last night. I feel great about it. I said that I was going to be there tonight. I will not be there tonight because I have a show live on Zoom tonight. I will be there Saturday night. More about that in a moment. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, live in your living room, I'm going to bring you some really funny comics because I am bringing you Class Clowns. Class Clowns is the longest-running comedy show case in the Valley of Sun. We have been doing this now for close to 20 years. This is the show that's seen people go away from their first show to headliner and television status. That's going to be tonight at 7 p.m. Arizona time. If you're interested in watching that show, send me an email at comedyschools at hotmail.com or leave your email here in the, uh, the comments and I will send you the Zoom link and you'll be able to join in for free tonight. We're doing class clown shows for free on Zoom. Okay, and then tomorrow night, I'm going to uh, stop by um, uh, Gemini's Club <laughs> uh, uh, JP's. I'm going to stop by there. I've certainly been there prior as it was being built. But tomorrow night, Saturday night, will be my first time at the club while it's open. It's a soft opening. And here's something else that might be exciting to you. Or may, it, might not, it, might, it might not excite you at all. I don't know what excites you. I don't want to know either, you dirty perverts. Quit telling me that. Um, September 17th, 18th, 19th, I will be headlining JP's Comedy Club. I will be the headliner uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, for the uh, official, official unofficial opening. Uh, the week following that, we got Jay Penn. I, I got the whole lineup written down someplace. Uh, we got Jay Penn. We got Ron Morey. Uh, we've got Jonathan Gregory. Uh, we got a great group of uh, comics. So uh, I'm excited about that. Clippers won. JP's opened its doors for the first time. This pandemic is hard on people. Even if you haven't gotten the disease, even if you don't know anyone's gotten the disease, what this country has gone through has been tough. And I'm so proud of how many of my friends and family have stood up and said, we're moving forward, not succumb to all the negativity. Proud of that. Uh, Nancy says, I hope they have bobbleheads as grand opening gifts. Don't start. <laughs> first off, bobbleheads are expensive. Okay? Even if you're buying them used, they're expensive. You can't give away bobbleheads. Maybe I'll give away one lucky bobblehead to one lucky person. I actually have one kind of comedy bobble. Well, I, and I'm not giving away my Three Stooges bobblehead, so forget it. Forget it. Maybe I'll have a custom-made bobblehead of myself. Cheryl, you ought to look into that. See if there could be a custom-made Tony Vizic bobblehead. <laughs> and we'll have a door prize. Okay, we're going to look into it. Okay? Start. I'm just continuing. Uh, you know, you're... <laughs> we're going to look into having a custom-made Tony Vizic bobblehead. Uh, they need a life-size Tony bobblehead for a selfie spot. We're going to look into having them made. If we can get them made, I'm going to have one made just like that. But we'll get made like that. But we'll get one made, and then we'll get a bunch of tickets and give them away, and there will be a door prize. On the Saturday night, 
You know, I'm willing to give one away, Nancy. I'm, you know, and Paul, I'm not making a life-size bobblehead. I'm willing to give one away. I'm not going to give away one of my... By the way, who wants like an Arizona diamond? But, you know, unless you collect them. And I'm, you know, and I don't hang out with collectors. I'm a rescuer. I don't cotton to, res to uh, collector people. <laughs> um, you know what else? So I've been teaching this comedy workshop for 20 years, and it's fun. I love doing it. I love doing it. I love working with new artists. I love working with established artists, helping them prove what they're doing. You know, the other... Um, the other class I might want to teach is what not to say on social media. Uh, um, Nancy says, I'm there. I better win. You know what? I'm not fixing a contest. I'm not going to fix it. I am an honest man earning an honest wage and an honest business. A lot of those statements are false. But uh, I'm going to do it. We're going to give away some sort of bobblehead door prize. The Saturday night, first show. Saturday night, first show. Jim, I don't know if you're still watching. But I, this is on me, Jim. I'm doing this. You don't have to do it. I'm either going to have a bobblehead made of myself or I'm going to give away one of my prize bobbleheads. And uh, it's going to be a door prize Saturday night first show. Okay? Yeah, no, really. I say the other workshop is just, 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 yeah. Um, I, I do a lot of goofy things on social media. And uh, here's the thing. A lot of times we don't recognize the insanity of our... And, uh, and um, I just see so much bite in the hand uh, that feeds me stuff. Jim Perry says, bobble, bobble. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? What have I done to myself and others? How? <laughs> I don't think there's any way out of this at this point. I'm stuck with this whole bobblehead thing. All I'm saying is this, folks. Um, hold on. Hold on. Okay. All right. So uh, Shirley's already on it. She's already on the custom-made bobbleheads. And I'm not going to charge anybody. And I'm not going to try to write this off to the business or anything or do any weird tax thing with it. We're going to have the bobblehead made. I don't know what the cost is going to be. If it's cheap enough, maybe I'll make a, f make a few. I don't know. It's not that cheap. How much does it cost? About $69. $69. You hear that? You bastards. On this side. On that side. We're going to look into it. And I don't know, maybe if we bought, uh, maybe we get like 100 Tony Visick bobbleheads. Would we then? <laughs> All right. Listen, be careful what you post. It'll cost you money. It's cost me money what I've posted in the past. Be careful what you post. You can't, you know, you never know what's going to piss people off. And I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, can't we all just get along? I don't even want to get into that right now. Uh, what time is it? Where am I? Oh, um, yeah, you are all worth it. Someone, we're worth it. Yes, you are. Okay, I just don't know if I can afford what you're worth. Okay? <laughs> community. Custom-made. Custom-made. Custom-made Tony Visick bobblehead. One will be given away the week that I am performing at JP's Comedy Club. Okay? Just keep that in mind. If you had a reason, by the way, if you're out of state, you go, yeah, we could use a vacation. You know, September, it's starting to cool off a little bit. Uh, bobbleheads won't piss anyone off. Nancy, I guarantee you, I promise you, that all I have to do is post hello on Facebook, and then people will jump in and say stupid stuff. I guarantee you, if I put up something like, I love bobbleheads, next thing I know, uh, Facebook is saying I violate their terms of service. 
because someone was triggered because they entered a kid, bobblehead meant something else to them totally, and we didn't know that, and bleh. Yeah, I should do that. I should do that, you know? All you'd have to do is turn into something wrong going, hey, look at the bobblehead on that one. Bam, you're in trouble. You're in trouble, okay? Um, anyway, we're going to have at least one for you. The weekend that I headlined JP's Comedy Club, one bobblehead given away to one lucky customer. So even if you're out of state, you think about going on vacation, you might want a vacation in Gilbert, Arizona. Who doesn't want a vacation in Gilbert, Arizona? Who doesn't want to go there? Uh, DJ Payne said, someone once used a bobblehead on them in an unbecoming way. Uh, then Nancy says, bobblehead anxiety could be real for some. Yeah, see? That's what I mean. And I don't know that. By the way, I will say that uh, no bobbleheads were uh, injured during the uh, making of this show. But we're going to give away one, okay? Uh, all right, DJ, that's enough out of you, okay? <laughs> DJ's always got to take it there, okay? He's a grown man with the sensibilities of a 13-year-old. That's why he's so darn funny. That's why he is funny. And that's also why uh, you can't have nice things around him because he breaks them. DJ is funny and he breaks your nice stuff. DJ, how much of my stuff have you broken since I've known you? I had a whole sound system screwed up because of you. <laughs> and then the sound system's working fine. I give it to DJ and I go, here, you hold on to it since you're setting up the sound in some of the nightclubs I work. Next thing you know, the damn thing's broken. I got to be slapping it around. Then I get accused of uh, abusing a sound system. He abuses sound systems. Um, let's see, um, DJ Payne says, unbecoming, you know, the, uh, bobblehead talk, I forgot the show date when, um, he said, did, he, I broke my, uh, self on the head unit, Paul Whitney says, I think custom action figures might be cheaper, how about a 20V action figure, <laughs> I'm a bobblehead guy, Paul, I gotta, I gotta stick with it, so we're looking at, I think, Saturday the 19th, we'll be giving away one Tony Vizic bobblehead, at the Saturday night first show. That I can commit to. That I will commit to. I'm going to bring down my own. I, I've got rolls of tickets for when I've ran independent shows. And you get people those little tickets with numbers on them that you use for a raffle. I got a big roll of them. We still have that, don't we, Cheryl, somewhere? We got that. I'm going to bring them down. When you purchase the ticket, the JP's Comedy Club, the Saturday night, I'll be ha headlining, which I think is September 19th. You will get at the first show a raffle, a raffle ticket. And it will be announced right before I headline. The winner. Who gets the life, who gets the uh, Tony Vizic bobblehead. Uh, um, all right. <laughs> I didn't think I just spent a whole half hour talking about bobbleheads. All right. I'm glad I, I'm glad I have. You know, it's kind of fun. All right. I always have one on my desk. I had it here yesterday. Mo approves. Mo approves. Mo. Mo from the Three Stooges approves. Of everything that we're doing right now. You saw it here, here, for uh, people just listening. That's the sound of approval from a bobblehead. It's a good bobblehead, too, man. They didn't, they didn't try to rip us off by selling us a cheap one. Let me get to the music. Can I do that? I know we're enjoying all of this, but I, I want to stick with one thing with the program today. Uh, by the way, once again, Zoom show tonight. Uh, two great forms of entertainment for you this evening. Live and in person, uh, Jim Perry is continuing. He's doing this real welcoming thing for the entire local stand-up comedy community, uh, doing uh, open mic nights all this week so he can say hi and get to know everyone and uh, uh, touch base with friends again. 
So that's going on tonight. You're going to want to catch that. Uh, I think he, I think we're opening at 7.30. It's 7 o'clock on Zoom, uh, Class Clowns. You know, you can actually watch us on Zoom, uh, have it on in your car as you're driving to JP's. That would be cool, too. So we got two great things for you. Two great things for you. Now, let me get to the music. I always like to recommend music, and I love music. Um, I love music more than I do comedy. I just uh, can't sing. Um, here's someone I want to recommend is Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck, ladies and gentlemen. J Jeff Beck, great uh, part of that great, great trioka of guitarists that played for the Yardbirds. Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page, and Eric Clapton at all one time separately were lead guitarists for the Yardbirds. Uh, this has the big hit Shape of Things on it, and uh, I think that's the number one big hit that was done with Jeff Beck. By the way, just let me, I'm going to give you a name of a song, Bolero. Bolero. I want you, it's not on this album, okay? But Jeff Beck is probably one of the most brilliant guitar players in the world. Kind of shot himself in the foot because he kept wondering why he had to have a singer in his bands. He goes, if I'm such a good guitar player, why didn't we listen to some singer? And he had a lot of bands without singers. YouTube Jeff Beck's Bolero, and you will hear a stunning, stunning piece of music, and you'll be happy that you did. So we're recommending Jeff Beck, and we're not necessarily, I would recommend stuff he did when he was a real young guy with the Yardbirds, but later on with, um, uh, with uh, as a solo artist, Bolero. So please check it out. You'll be happy that you did. Jeff, uh, Jeff Beck went on from the Yardbirds to form the Jeff Beck Group. He did have a lead singer for a while, a raspy-haired guy with uncontrollable hair. The first time I ever really was aware of Jeff Beck and the Jeff Beck Group was they did a version of a Willie Dixon song called I Ain't Superstitious. and had a young Rod Stewart as the lead singer. And I actually heard it from a local. And this is why it's good to go to local shows. I became aware of Jeff Beck, the Jeff Beck Group, and Rod Stewart, by hearing a local band that was playing a little teen center out in the small town I was living in, I went, well, who's that? Who's that? And I'd go up and go, hey, man. Because, uh, you know, even though they were just, you know, some kids that were a few years older than me from 25 miles away, they were on, they were a band. They were on stage. And these guys were good, and they played I Ain't Superstitious. I ain't superstitious. I wonder if I sometimes hurt careers by... Um, Trying to sing the songs. And that's how I found out about Jeff Beck, the Jeff Beck group, and Rod Stewart. So, uh, but check out Bolero, all right? And the next album we're going to talk about. Uh, Jeff Beck, uh, um, uh, you know, he did not become as famous as Jimmy Page. And no one of that era became as famous as Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton may have been bigger than the Beatles. I love compilation records. This is a compilation record. Why did I love compilation records so very much? Back in the record-buying era. Oh, by the way, I just want to tell you one thing about this other album. Okay, how old is this album? Here's how old it is. On the back, it says, This album also available on 8-track stereo cartridge. So even though this was an album put out years after Jeff Beck was in the Yardbirds, it's still a pretty damn old album. Um, then, I wanted, why do I love compilation albums so much? Or how much? Why did I love them so much? during my album buying phase of my life because oftentimes you bought someone's hit album and there was only one or two good songs on it. A lot of times every song was good. Sometimes you came to love the so-called deep cuts. Okay? 
But a lot of times you couldn't afford that. So this album was called Heavy Metal, Superstars of the 70s. So before the term metal, speed metal, death metal, rap metal, before heavy metal became a term for a certain type of music, it was a way to describe a sound that was not that was more broad-based. And some people said that it came from the lyrics to uh, Born to be Wild. That uh, there's a, and I, I got to double check this, that one of the lyrics is, uh, I like smoking lightning, heavy metal thunder. So, and that that single phrase from that incredibly iconic song, Born to be Wild, gave birth to that phrase, uh, gave birth to people referring to certain to songs as being like heavy or heavy metal, and then heavy metal became its own genre. But on this, for 25 and every one of these hits, MC5s, Kick Out the Bands, Political Band from Detroit. As a matter of fact, the lead guitarist ended up going to jail for years on drug possession. Black Sabbath doing Iron Man, Alice Cooper, 18, both big, uh, big hits. Jimi Hendrix's Freedom, not a big hit. James Gang's Must Be Love, which is written by Tommy Bolin. Deep Purple Smoke on the Water, which was one of those monster hits. By the way, when Deep Purple did Smoke on the Water, it made them big stars, but it changed what they were doing because they were more of a jazzy kind of band. Much more keyboard-based, kind of jazzy, complicated, complex rhythms and riffs and time signatures. Uh, did a great, great version of Neil Diamond's Kentucky Woman. But when they did Smoke on the Water, it was one of the most simplistic tunes ever done from the album Made in Japan, and it turned them into uh, one of the true monsters of rock. And then I don't want to get into it too deep, but here's the song that I've always loved and will always love, and it's mainly because of the opening riff. And I wasn't a big fan of this band when this song first came out because it was changing stuff and changing stuff in a way that I didn't like because we were getting ready to go into what was called glam rock. Glam rock were the guys who were wearing like kind of high heel, two-tone shoes. Uh, uh, some of them wore makeup, not a lot of makeup yet. And one of the uh, progenitors of glam rock was T-Rex, okay? And their big hit written by Mark Bolin, who was the lead guitarist, Bang a Gong, Get It On. And there's just something about that opening riff that just makes you go, yeah, it makes you feel good, makes you lift up. Now, many years later, a friend of mine, a personal friend of mine, for those of you to make fun of me for dropping names, get ready to record your name dropping uh, put downs of me now. Uh, a personal friend of mine, John Taylor, formed a project separate from Duran Duran called Power Station with uh, Andy Taylor and Robert Palmer, and they did a kick ass version of Bang a Gong as well. Two different versions of Bang a Gong. But uh, you wanna feel good? You wanna go, hey man, that kinda brightened me up a little bit. All right? Then, all you gotta do, all you gotta do, okay, is YouTube Bang a Gong by T-Rex, and you go, you know what, that's a good, and I, it wasn't my kind of music at the time. I was much more of a Doors, Led Zeppelin, Grateful Dead, Bob Dylan, Jefferson Airplane, a lot of San Francisco stuff, and I'm like, what is this? What is this, this is different. But the song grew on me, and it's one of my all-time favorites. Bang a Gong by T-Rex. All right, it's time for us to wrap up. Remember, tonight at 7 o'clock, I have a Zoom show. Wherever you are in the world, you can see me and my very funny friends, including DJ Payne and Kevin Brown, who I want to thank for joining in, uh, watching the, uh, the big broadcast today. And if you want to see it live and in person, you get in your vehicle and head over to 860 East Warner Road in Gilbert, Arizona, where our good friend Jim Perry will be having a continuation of the hot live local scenes Best open mic night. So go on over there, get yourself a soda pop, 
kick back, wear your mask, don't sit around anybody, have fun. Have fun, you son of a guns. I'll be back with you tomorrow on Living on a Thin Line. Bye-bye.